0: Here in Minnesota, where I live, we are always looking for amusing things to do inside to stay warm and cozy when it gets freezing cold outside. For this wintry season, you and I are going to heat things up with a winter replay of my most playful, inspiring, and popular episodes from the past four seasons of Sadie's Divorce and Happy Podcast. I'm also including new intros in every episode so that we can stay connected until my deliciously tempting season five starts. So slip into something snugly warm and grab a hot and steamy drink. It's time to indulge in all of the winter replayfulness on Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast. It is Replay Wednesday, and we are gonna talk about one of my favorite topics after divorce today, kink, and how to get your kink on after divorce. Are you ready? Are you curious? I know. Well, I am also curious to know, will you be joining in the fun on February 10th at the Divorced and Happy Pajama Party? We're going to have so much fun. We're going to have cocktails. We have two stand-up comedians, Sarah McPeck and Hesley Ray. They are like the Tina Fey and Amy Poehler of Minneapolis, and they are creating custom sets just for you about life after divorce because they too are divorced. Plus, friend, you get to wear your pajamas the whole night. And when do you get to do that in the real world? You don't. Plus tickets are only $35. That is a Midwestern bargain. So get your ticket at divorcedandhappy.net or at the Twin Cities meetup page. I'm going to have both of those links in the show notes. I can't wait to see you there. Okay, speaking of dressing up, mm, do you enjoy doing a little kinky dress up after divorce? I know, I have a closet full of fun outfits. I do, it's a fact. I love dressing up, I love role-playing. You can also call me a rope bunny. Yeah, Google it if you don't know what that is, but rope kind of gives it away. So many kinky fun things to do after divorce, which is why I am replaying this episode because I have a lot of new listeners and if you are just beginning your divorce journey, I really want you to consider adding a kinky layer or two because it's just so much fun. Yeah. You can tell I'm a little giddy right now. I, I I do. I love this topic. And you'll hear more of that when you listen to this conversation that I have with my guest sexpert, Sarah Rosen. She and I had this chat way back in August of 2021. And I was very early into my kink stage after divorce, and I was having so much naughty fun. She and I just really kind of discuss general uh, topics general you know it's kind of a a kink 101 and i have learned since that conversation (laughs) so much more about kink and how really being kinky is just being curious in my opinion it's about exploring things that maybe you haven't tried in the past that you're curious about and you want to try and and you kind of get off on them it's it's just being open to things that you normally don't do Things that you want to do, though, that's very important. You shouldn't be doing anything kinky that you don't want to do. And it can be simple. It can be simple like maybe a simple kiss in public or flashing a little skin at your partner when you're out in public. Maybe it's getting really creative with whipped cream in the bedroom or playing with feathers in the bedroom. Something that stimulates you that you've never tried before. All of that is kinky. Plus, did you know that you don't even have to have sex to be kinky You don't even have to be naked to be kinky. You can actually even be kinky by yourself. I know, get some nipple clips and, you know, talk a little dirty to yourself. And after divorce, you get to try all these new things. It's so much fun. What I also really love about kink is how it promotes good communication. And Sarah and I touch on this in this replay episode, but I go more in depth about this topic in an episode I did last fall called Get Your Kink On with a professional dom by the name of Daddy Hef. It's episode 102, and I can share that link in in the show notes as well. But it's just, it's really essential when being kinky with a partner to talk about what you each want to experience, to discuss limits, and also it's really important to discuss afterwards what you enjoyed about the experience with your partner. Because, I mean, talking about with your partner, about what turned you on, That's very delicious. That's very kinky. That's very fun. All right. If you are ready to get your kink on after divorce, let's get this playful episode started with some burning questions that I asked Sarah Rosen. And I will see you next week on the replay.
1: Burning questions. Let's turn up the
0: heat for 60 seconds. Well, are you ready for it to get hot in here, my lovely guest, sex therapist, Sarah Rosen? Hello. Thank you for having me. All right. We're going to start with some burning, kinky questions. I know I'm excited for this portion right now.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm ready.
0: I'm ready. Okay. These questions have been tailored just for you. And your goal is to answer as many as you can in 60 seconds. You strike me as a lady with some serious stamina. So I'm certain you'll have no problem <laughs> nailing a lot of them. I know. I'm so funny on this morning here. Here we I go. Love it. I love it. <laughs> She's gonna nail him, listener. Here she goes. All right, Sarah Rosen. Can you ever have too many toys in the bedroom? No, 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 no. Would you rather be spanked or bitten?
1: I'd rather do the spanking and the biting.
0: What's your favorite naughty word? I like the word cock. That's pretty vanilla though, but I like that word. If Disney had a kink princess, what would her name be? Ooh, I want to go with Tinkerella. Cock rings are? Really fun, especially when they vibrate. What's your biggest turn on? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I mean, I like nerds. What's your favorite role play scenario?
1: Ooh, I think that I like... I really like to get into the fantasy land. I really like well-developed fantasies. Give me a few days. Let's uh,
0: explore some erotica and get creative. Does sex standing up really work like it does in the movies? No. No. Are you dominant or submissive in the bedroom? Dominant. 100%. Do you carry a vibrator with you at all times? If I'm going on vacation, depends where I'm going. What's your favorite flavor of lubricant? I
1: love CBD, no flavor.
0: Scale from one to 10, how much do you enjoy bondage?
1: I'm at a 10. I'm definitely
0: at a 10. I practice what I preach. Fill in the blank. Kink is? Raw, authentic, God, beautiful, intimate. All right, well, my windows are officially steamed up over here. Mm. Yeah, you got me a little fired up over here. The heat is on officially on today's episode. That was very freeing and fun for me. How was it for you, sex goddess?
1: Yes, that was
0: a lot of fun. I'm ready to get it into this okay we're gonna do just that so sarah rosen kink expert that's fun to say what is kink and how do we get more kink on after a divorce
1: okay so a kink is any non-normative or non-traditional sexual behavior and a fetish let me just say is usually an attraction to a non general body part or object. So I like to use the example of a foot kink and a foot fetish. You could have a foot kink for having your feet tickled, but maybe you have a foot fetish and you're attracted to feet. I have neither.
0: Thanks for clarifying though.
1: Hey, whatever works. Right,
0: Exactly. A lot of men I have learned though do like the feet. They do like the feet, Sarah.
1: Oh my God. I have like so many clients that come in that are just so embarrassed. They're like, I feet what's wrong with me and i'm like yeah, nothing actually you're pretty vanilla if that's what you like <laughs> it's
0: pretty mainstream okay well i know that you are ready to share with the listener how he or she can get her kink on or his kink on after a divorce which is so fun yeah so people
1: have better sex after a divorce like that's just a fact because when after you've gone through a divorce you're so much more intentional about your sexuality your next relationships you know, you have a better idea of what you want and you have a very clear idea of what you do not want.
0: That is so and true.
1: Yes, yes. And I will say that couples who are on their second marriages, um, they use couples therapy as like a preventive measure, which is really what it's meant for. Where couples in their first marriage, they'll come beyond the point of crisis. Like, honestly, sometimes beyond the point of repair um, because they're such a taboo and it's like the absolute last resort. But couples who, they they just know what they're doing. They've been through it. They're like, you know, we don't want to go there again. Let's work on this. The taboo is gone.
0: The remarried couples.
1: The remarried couples. The ones
0: in their act two.
1: And the ones in their act two. And I also, I love my clients that they've been, you know, they've been married for 10, 15 years. And usually, like, they're not having great sex in their first marriage, which is a big factor in divorce. It happens. Right? So, like, and I like to call it your phase. Like when you get divorced, you're like, oh my God, I'm single again. Like I can have sex with whoever I want. It's kind of like having a a tramp stamp,
0: but not needing the tramp stamp because you are the tramp stamp. (sighs) But anyway, I digress.
1: Yes. And, you know, when a lot of people, especially people who get married young and, you know, older generations, like more of the, the boomers, you know, no sex before marriage, they, they get into a marriage and they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they like. And people who have more sex before marriage
0: have better sex in their marriages. Well, then if I ever get remarried, Sarah, I'm going to have such amazing sex. In yes. Marriage. yes, you will. Yes, you will. Uh, OK, OK. That's something to look forward to when it comes to remarrying. OK, Sadie.
1: So my three suggestions for getting into kink so i'm going to give you the overview explore talk do okay so how do you explore your kinks so solo sex is so important so 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 important and it's so Mastery. fun yes
0: it's, it's so, so fun i had no idea until my divorce oh Sarah, my i had no idea we- you didn't masturbate until you got divorced. I didn't. And it, I I just did it last night. It was so fun. But anyway, uh, so explore.
1: Yeah. So explore what you like. That's another thing. A lot of people in their first marriages are like, they can't even talk about masturbation with their partner. And once you like are on your own, you're like, I can have sex toys everywhere. Like in a half, like I like it. One of your episodes, you said, keep it in your nice and keep it in your shower. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you? It's in your handbag. I mean, on
0: the go. Why not?
1: I know people who like wear little tiny vibrators on their necklace. And there's some really cute, creative stuff out there. So explore. I'm a big fan of porn. Porn is, of course, not sex education, right? It's entertainment. But you can learn so much about your own fantasies from watching porn. And you can very safely be exposed to kinks that like you would never have been exposed to in your normal
0: day to day life. A lot of exploring. I did a lot of that after my divorce. I still enjoy the exploring. And I have really learned how to have good sex with myself because of all that exploring so listener explore 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 have so much fun with it literally go
1: Go fuck yourself. Like, can I curse here?
0: <laughs> Today we are doing that. Yes.
1: Okay. Or okay. Right. go, go after yourself. Like, I love it. And if you don't know what feels good for you, how can someone else figure it out?
0: And it's fun to know what you like in the bedroom. It's very empowering.
1: Yeah. Exploring will yeah. lead
0: to that empowerment, won't it?
1: Yes, absolutely. It feels good to, to like be able to take charge of that. To also to feel so connected with your own body, especially ladies look in the mirror, at your vulva, see what's going on down there it's great you're gonna love it see what feels good i mean i think that there's just such a focus on penetrative sex and like most vulva owners do not orgasm from penetrative sex most women don't right but especially in a in a stale marriage where you're having super vanilla sex like there's this expectation that that's how sex works and it's just so 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 just inaccurate so toys will really really help you explore that and i love the idea of a dual purpose toy like toys that They have the clitoral vibration then they have the internal piece. So like there are some that are super bendable, like Laura DiCarlo makes a lot of really cool high-tech advanced toys. So you can have like one piece on your clit, something on your butt, or like even closures between your urethra and vaginal opening and clit um get creative and these are the things that when you meet a new partner you might not feel comfortable enough saying like hey can you lick my urethra i don't know um you might know, like, never said so, that i, don't, I, I haven't yeah, done that yet good
0: who knows? point Sarah. You, might, you might like it
1: why like why not
0: why i'm not? sure i would so
1: yeah right so Like exploring that on your own can really help you to direct your sexual partners. And I also tell folks like mutual masturbation is so, so important. And you can, well, I think it's so sexy to watch a partner masturbate. And also you can learn a lot about what they like, but you have to know what you like to be able to do that successfully.
0: Okay. So we have the exploring down.
1: Yes. yes now yes.
0: what, now what does the listener do to okay, get her so now, and his kink on?
1: If you're solo, talk with your friends, see what they're doing in bed, talk with your couple's friends. And you know, maybe if you're like,
0: I can't talk about sex
1: with my friends, be the friend that normalizes sex and friendships. Yes, please
0: be, be, the be that person. friend. Be that yes. friend. Your friends will and appreciate you being that friend.
1: Sadie, I have to say you and I, our friends are so lucky to have us. They are. Our friends are so lucky, right? <laughs> we have a, tell lot, of my friends that all we a lot of
0: flavor, don't we? Yes, we do.
1: We do. You want to be that friend. People love that person. And you have so many people who are just so isolated in their own sexualities because they, they've never spoken about it with anyone else. So, talking about sex is, is not just for the people that you're having sex with. Talk about it with people in your life, see what they're doing. So, talking about exploring kink with a new partner. Uh, That can be very daunting, super, super intimidating if you like something that you feel like is weird, right? So you don't have to come out with all of it at once. You can really dip your toe in and see where they're at. You can even say, hey, let's watch this movie where you know that that specific sex act is going to happen. Gauge their reaction, see how they feel about it. Say, hey, I was watching this porn and I saw something that I was super interested in. Like, what do you think about
0: this or say you know that my, like my the strategy i've used where i have asked a man that i'm dating show me some porn you like because it really tells you right away kind of what he's into it's, just, it's i find it helpful
1: i think so too porn is your friend porn is your friend and i will hear a lot of women say but you know my partner is watching porn and i don't look like those porn stars well most of us don't look like porn stars and he doesn't exact- either
0: sidebar so just right?
1: File that away. Right? right that's a really good point and, you know, they're exaggerated body types for, for entertainment and they're great, perfect in their own way. But a lot of times when you're masturbating to porn, it's not necessarily the person that you're attracted to, it's the act. Which is why I have a lot of straight women who watch lesbian porn.
0: I've never done that either. I'll file that away. You're, you're going to have a lot to do I, after this. I I'm gonna, <laughs> I, know. I know. Good thing I have the <laughs> afternoon to myself, Sarah. Thank goodness. Thank yes. goodness. So, um, so talking. So what happens when, say, I'm talking to a partner and he isn't as interested in what I like. What happens then?
1: No two people are going to like the exact same thing in bed. No two people have the exact same appetite, the exact same bedtime, right? So like acknowledge the fact that it's okay if your partner doesn't like what you like. Hopefully there's a good amount of overlap where you can have a good sex life. And you know, if they don't like something that's really important to you, that's okay. If that's a priority to you and you're like, you know what? It's important for me to find someone who likes this. So for the partner who is hearing something that they're their partner likes that they are maybe afraid of or grossed out by or shocked the worst thing you can do is make your partner feel weird or judged you're just going to isolate them from you and like you you don't have to like it but you do have to be respectful towards them like you wouldn't want anyone mocking your fantasies and like some kind of weird shit well there's a spectrum from asexual to super freaky and we're all somewhere on that spectrum and would you want anyone to shame you for wherever you're at just because your sexuality doesn't look like someone else's no that would be so
0: mean i see it as creative expression i think sex is a form of creative expression and we all express ourselves differently creatively
1: yeah Yeah. absolutely it's just this raw part of humanity especially kinky
0: sex what i'm learning today is i'm going to explore which i've done a lot of so fun i'm going to talk i have practiced talking enjoy that it's been Mm -hmm. a positive experience and now Mm -hmm. what does a listener do
1: okay so putting this into action you've talked about it with your partner maybe with your friends and you're you're gonna try this thing now keep in mind no one most people are not good at something the first time they try it right
0: so repetition is part of the success path yes
1: yeah practice makes perfect so like if you're trying this elaborate scene and like the the cuffing doesn't go well or like you can't get something out of the package or you know get your toys out of the package beforehand if you're doing something for the first time that oh side tangent planned sex i think is just so important because have all that stuff ready have your tools ready anyway okay so expect that things might go wrong and that's okay be able to laugh with your partner sometimes silly things happen when you're having sex you don't don't laugh at them you can like giggle about something and then get back into the scene and if one thing goes wrong it's not all ruined and maybe you know you fantasize about something you've talked about it with your partner you guys have tried it and you're like you know what that works better as a fantasy and not so much as an action.
0: And that's okay. And that is you- okay. It's fun just to think naughty thoughts sometimes. You don't always yeah. have to act it out. You could just share your naughty thoughts with each other sometimes. That's a sexy thing to do.
1: Oh my gosh. You can be having sex with someone and describe the gangbang that you want to be a part of. And maybe that doesn't have to mean that you want to be a part of a gangbang, you know, if you, if you do or don't, but right? Just using it as dirty talk. Use dirty talk. Dirty talk is your friend and you, you don't have to do everything that you're saying.
0: So I'm hearing explore, talk, do around yes. how to get your kink on after divorce.
1: Like take it step by step. You don't go from A to Z, right? And That's right. Like ease into it and explore. You're going to learn things that you like in theory, not in practice and vice versa. Be Kind to yourself, allow yourself to explore and figure out what's going on. And you don't have to know what you like.
0: Learn what you like by doing
1: and exploring and talking.
0: Sarah, I knew this chat would be so juicy and playful and fun. And I know I am going to enjoy doing more exploring, talking, and doing around this whole kink this whole thing called kink that I have learned about since my divorce. Do you have any final words of spicy, fun encouragement for the listener today?
1: Yes. I have some homework for our listeners. So how do you figure out w- what you like? Where, where do you find all the things that, that there are to like? So there's this website that I love. It's called myfet.com and it's like a camgirl girl site, but you can look at their list of kinks and fetishes and they have the most exhaustive list of kinks I've ever seen in my life. I would really... Encourage everyone to go check that out and see something that might be appealing to you that you had never considered before that you didn't realize was a thing. Or maybe if you're like, I like something and this is really weird, no one else is going to like it. Just to see it listed there is, oh, this is an option. This is something that people like want to do with other people or with themselves. So to normalize that or even to explore myfet.com. Love it.
0: Fantastic. Well, this chat has been a quickie. <laughs> but I I found it very satisfying. I found it very satisfying, Sarah Rosen. Also, you know what else else I find very satisfying? I find your Instagram page very satisfying. It's so informative and playful and colorful. So listener find Sarah on Instagram. How can the listener do that?
1: Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at the kink therapist,
0: the kink therapist. And You offer sex therapy sessions.
1: Yeah. So for individuals, for couples, and my focus is on kink, polyamory. I do a lot of work with sex workers, do a lot of work with couples. So yeah, I'm on Long Island. I'm in New York. So if you're in in the New York area, find me on Instagram, reach out to me if you want to schedule a session. Let's talk, let's get a little kinky. Let's explore it together.
0: I plan to get a little kinky after this fun conversation. Thank you so much, Sarah, for being part of this episode. Very playful. Thank you.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. This is a lot of fun.
0: I hope you get spanked and bitten soon, very soon.
1: (laughs) Thank you, I appreciate that.
0: Talking about all that kink and ways to get creative in the bedroom, all that makes me just feel so happy. And what else makes me feel happy? sharing some tips to happiness with you. to So after you've boosted your oxytocin or your dopamine levels with all of your kinky fun play, be sure to boost the ultimate happiness chemical, serotonin. All right, we're going to talk about five ways that you can do this naturally and for free, naturally and for free. That sounds good, right? Right. First, I want you to exercise. Take yourself for a walk or a bike ride, maybe a swim. It's hot out. It's summer. Find a lake. Splash around. I live in Minnesota, so lakes are everywhere. Exercise. Get your exercise on. Number two, while you're exercising, sit in the sunshine. 15 minutes outside every day boosts your serotonin levels. That's amazing. It's easy. It's breezy. Just make sure you wear some sunscreen. I know, I'm a mother. I'm being mothering right now with you, and that's fine. Number three, I want you to practice some meditation. Get your zen on. It's as simple as focusing on your breath for five to 10 minutes. In, out, in, out. This is so fun to breathe, right? And while you're breathing, you should play some Mozart or some classical music because that will immediately boost your serotonin levels. And number five, spend some time in the best place ever. Nature, literally smell the roses, hug a tree, or at minimum, look affectionately at one. I sure have enjoyed this out-of-the-box spicy episode with you. And I want to thank my guest, sex therapist, Sarah Rosen, for her great tips and how we can all get our kink on after divorce. Now, be sure to do your homework and visit myfet.com. That's M-Y-F-E-T dot Please be sure to also follow, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also follow Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and be sure to visit the website, divorcedandhappy.net, where you will find all of my podcast episodes and my blog. If you've found value in this episode, or if you've been listening to the podcast for some time now, I would love for you to consider buying me a cup of coffee. It's simple. Just visit buymeacoffee.com backslash Sadie Marie, and you can buy me a cup or two online, and I thank you for your support. I'm your host, Sadie Marie. I'm a little kinky over here, and I cannot wait to connect with you on the next podcast episode. Till then, you take good care.